Hey, 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 what it do, sports world, and welcome to the Winner Circle with Ray Diggs. I got a great, great segment for you all. I want to talk about the Jackson State Tigers. As you know, Jackson State, Deion Sanders coached his last game yesterday for the Jackson State Tigers. They ended up losing the game 41-34 to in overtime. And this right here was a hell of a game, man. These two teams right here battle. Um, I would say North Carolina, um, North Carolina Central University played a good game. They only ran maybe four plays that, that was really effective. But I will say this right here about Jackson State. I think Jackson State was unprepared, especially on the defensive side. Um, I think the Deion Sanders situation really affected this young team. Um, it really affected them because you can tell on the defensive side. Jackson State has been dominant all season when it comes down to defense. And just yesterday, they wasn't as dominant. You know, they was letting North Carolina Central, um, NC Central run the same play over and over again. You know, quarterback draws, you know, the running back going up the middle for 10, 15 yards. It was really something that I hadn't seen in a Jackson State team since last year, Celebration Bowl. Um, so I think this team right here, I think the Deion Center situation pretty much took a toll on this young team. Um, and now Deion is gone. I've been seeing a lot of slander um, about Deion Sanders leaving. And like Deion Sanders said, I'm not here to be, I'm not, I'm not trying to have a tombstone here at Jackson State. Everybody knew that Deion Sanders was only be at Jackson State maybe no more than five years. I said four years. Even before he took this Colorado job, I said at Jackson State, I said that Deion Sanders most likely will be gone after next season. That was my prediction. But it, it, it didn't surprise me that he took this job at Colorado because Colorado have a great facility. They're going to bag Deion Sanders. They're going to allow him to do whatever he wants to do. And he's about to make noise in the college rank and in the FCS level now. Um, he is about to really make a lot of noise in recruiting. Um, as you know, Ch Ch um, Shador Sanders pretty much already entered the uh, transfer portal. Um, um, Shallow Sanders has already entered. We got Travis Hunter has already entered. Those are the, the top three names that will most likely be following Deion Sanders to, um, to Colorado. And I think this team right here is going to be good. It won't surprise me if that, if that Colorado team makes a turnaround like the USC team did this season. Um, because Deion Sanders, he already said it. He said he's going to have a hell of a recruiting weekend, which is next weekend. So I expect for a lot of top players to be there and see what Deion Sanders have to offer and, and listen to what he have to say. You know, and um, it's going to be some mad coaches because I think Deion Sanders – He's on a level playing field now. And that's the one thing that he's always said, you know, put us on the level playing field. Now he's on the level playing field. He's at a power five school. Now it's no, you know, he have the, the resources, the money, you know, the, the, the NIL, the NIL money. I don't think, I think a lot of coaches are about to be upset because Deion Sanders is about to steal a lot of top recruits. And another thing, like I said, I think that this team, this Colorado team next season is going to make the, the 360 like the USC team did this season. Um, I think Deion Sanders is going to have a prolific offense. They're going to be very, a, a very spread it out type of offense. And it's going to work good in the Pac-12 because he went to the right place. And, and I'm going to tell y'all one more thing. 
it won't surprise me in the next couple of years that Deion Sanders is running the Pac-12. Because you got to think about it. USC is leaving. UCLA is leaving. So you, you your, your two heavy teams in the Pac-12 is leaving. So, you know, you basically got Oregon, Washington, and basically Colorado. So I think that he's going to the Pac-12 at the right time. But the Deion Sanders slander, <clears throat> it, it hurts me that a lot of the black community is bashing Deion Sanders for doing something that they would have done. You know, it's just like getting a, it's just like you at your job, right? And they tell you, you're going to get a, a better job. All right. And you turn it down. So you basically saying that I'm making $300,000 a year. They offer me a $5 million a year job. I'm going to turn that down and say, you know what? I'm happy here. I'm going to turn this, this $5 million down and continue to make $300,000 a year. And I'm pretty sure that it ain't about the money. It's more about the resources and everything else when it comes down to it for Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders did everything he had to do at HBCU. But everybody knew that Deion Sanders wasn't going to be at HBCU. First of all, it surprised everybody when he even went to an HBCU. First off, when he went to an HBCU, I was surprised because I thought he was I, I thought it was a, a, a sure a sure thing that he was going to Florida State, at least Florida State. But he went to an HBCU, something that a lot of people like Deion Sanders won't, you know, he's, you know, he went and did something. He changed their culture. They got new jerseys. They was like looking like Oregon with new jerseys every single week. He donated his own money. He donated his own money. Let me say that again. He donated his own money to get their locker room finished before the season started. Because they had already said that the stadium, I mean, the, the, the locker room wasn't going to be done until maybe the end of the season or even next season. Deion Sanders funded his own money to get it done for his players. These players have so much exposure because of Deion Sanders. Like, we wouldn't even know some of these players on Jackson State, honestly. We wouldn't even know some of these players if it wasn't for prime time. Some of the things that he do, maybe, you know, I don't agree with, but a lot of things that he do, I do agree with. I feel like he comes from the heart when he speaks. But he's getting ready to leave, man. He left a 12-1 Jackson State team. These guys right here, like last season, they was what, 10-2, 11-2? It was something like that. This year, they was 12-1 a drop pass away from being HBCU national champs. So with that being said, I think that Deion, Ch Deion Sanders deserve more respect, more praise than criticism for the things that he's done for HBCU. Man, he shined a light on HBCU. Think about this. College game day came to Jackson, Mississippi. College game day. We was talking about Shador Sanders being a Heisman Trophy candidate from an HBCU. So with that being said, we, 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 have, to get, we have to give some respect to Deion Sanders, and I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. This Jackson State team 
they 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 have had a lot of people already transfer and and, and declare for the NFL draft. So they're gonna definitely look different next season. I'll say the Jackson State they probably be good next season, but I don't think they'll win the swag. They probably could win the swag maybe, but I can't see them. I, I see them losing at least two three games next season, and that's the Deion Sanders effect. You know that's the that's that's the that's the effect of losing Deion primetime Sanders. Jackson State played a hell of a game yesterday. North Carolina um, Central played a hell of a game. Like I said, the better team don't always win. And yesterday, the better team didn't win. Jackson State was definitely the more better team. They were just unprepared. And I think that it was a lot to do with their coach getting ready to leave. But they was definitely the better team. You know, with all the four stars and five star recruits, you know, that team is dangerous. That's, that's a dominant team. But yesterday, you couldn't tell. Um, and North Carolina Central took advantage, took advantage of that. They took advantage of it. You know, Latrell Collier, he pretty much dominated them on the ground. So in, in, in all the bashing that they're doing, you know, North Carolina Central, you know, they're saying, you know, hey, we told y'all. North Carolina Central didn't think they could beat Jackson State, honestly. They came out there, they played hard, and they won the game. But but I promise you, they did not think that they could beat a team like Jackson State with all the weapons that they got. Jackson State had an off day, and they still could have won the game. You know, if the, if the kid catches the pass in, in the end zone, hey, we might be having a different story. You know, or the defense just make one stand, we, we might be having a different story. But Jackson State, congratulations. Um, on making it to the Celebration Bowl on a 12-1 season, a hell of a season. And then you can tell the HBCU, look at what Deion Sanders' effect. He had the NFL commissioner that was at the game. Yeah, he was there to see his nephew and all, but that's the Deion Sanders effect. HBCUs are back on the map, even though Deion Sanders is gone. But you all are going to see everything after he's gone. You will see that Deion Sanders tried to do other things. He tried to do more, but the people stopped him. So, hey, but Jackson State, congratulations on making it to the Celebration Bowl. 12 in one season. Deion Sanders getting ready to head off to Colorado and coach the Buffaloes. Man, that's going to be a sight to see. And I love it. HBCU coach going to a Power 5 school. Hey, thank you all again for listening to another great segment of The Winter Circle with Ray Diggs. Take peace and have a blessed, blessed night. Peace.